All right, let's do it. Making plans with the boys. I'm going to hit the town. Really? You got to act 12? Oh, I didn't. I, I belched before I hit record. But in the microphone? Seriously? Okay. I'm drinking. I got my hands full. What That's kind of cute. Do? A straw in a can. It's so that I don't spill it all over myself. Okay, 12-year-old. Oh, my God. You know what? You didn't have a long enough nap. Could we're you, could we're you recording. Please, we are recording. Yeah. Could you just please start it? It started. We, we're, we're 30 seconds in. You don't start an announcement or nothing? Just going, hey, everybody. No, I started with, I, I just pressed record and you started barking at me about belching, which nobody heard but you. <sighs> okay. Do you ever wonder what a Gen X thinks? Welcome to Gen X Talks podcast. This is Gen X dad. Hello. And Gen X mom. Wow. That was exciting. <laughs> and we're so happy to be here. Well, what did you want me to do? All right, you want me to we try have again? no intro to podcast. We don't. We don't really have. Well, the kid did, and then he's been gone for seven episodes. Oh my gosh! All right, I'll try it again. Do you ever wonder what a Gen X thinks? Welcome to Gen X Talks, and this is the Gen X Talks podcast. I'm your host, Gen X Dad, along with my sidekick, Gen X Mom, and we are on KGXT <laughs> Radio, coming to you. We should have the the little xylophone thing. Bung 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 bung. Uh, I think that's how we should start it every time. Do the the bung. KGXT radio. Well, you, know, you know what we should do? We should get that audio clip from Greece. Remember when she's in the in the office and they do the announcements? Yes. And Blanche does the bum bum bum. That'd be bung, awesome. And then that should be our audio intro. Welcome to KGXT Gen X Talks live. Yes, exactly. <laughs> start it like that. Now go. Just like I that. Did, I did. Nope. One more time. I want to hear. Welcome to KGXT Gen X Talks podcast live from Central California. Perfect. <laughs> I said the word. You know what? You have never, perfect. I don't think you've ever described anything I've ever done as perfect, not once in our entire marriage. Oh my God. So thank God, after 30 some years, I finally did something perfectly. Gen Z kid is perfect. Well, and I did that. You're welcome, America and Denmark. <laughs> Gen, I, you know, the only good news is, is he's never going to listen to this podcast. So he's never going to know you called him perfect. Uh, oh, look. Uh, hello. I have notes you today. You say look like they they can see what you're doing. I was talking to you because I have my notes today. Oh, congratulations. <clears throat> you see how important you I feel? You pulled that out of your ass? I did. I worked on it while did you Did it go pop? Here's oh, my notes. Oh, my go. Okay. You know what? I got a lot done while you were napping today with your dog. You and your dog take two-hour naps. It's ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> you know. It's, it's so I can escape reality. Do you see what it says at the top? <laughs> What's the first thing on the list? Asking if I had a good nap. Good nap? Did you? <laughs> well, truthfully, I wrote that down because you have not been taking your routine lately at all. Like the last four days, you've kind of missed your meds. You haven't you've been eating the stuff you're supposed to, mm. and your naps, you've missed them completely. You've yes, been I dying. fell off the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. You, you fell off the pain retreat wagon. Um, yes, I have. So my plate is very full, trying to balance Gen X talks, mom duties, grandma duties, getting ready for Christmas. Just like everybody else out there, I feel the same thing as you guys. And just like most women, you skipped wife duties. Yeah, that's because oh, listen to you sigh. <laughs> Did you hear that? And add that to the list. It isn't. You don't add that to the list. You're supposed to do your wifely stuff first. Then everything else falls in order. When do the wives get to say the, the husband duties? Is everything you've got paid for? When do we get to say, do we get badonkadonk? You, okay, first of all, oh, that's never a question for a woman. A woman can go get badonkadonk you, anytime she wants. You could throw a rock over the fence and hit five guys to have badonkadonk. We have to schedule it, beg for it, and plea for it. 
So uh, yeah, when I tell you to put it on your schedule, that that's that's a guy thing. Wow, begging. That's pretty sad. Well, that's where that's what you've done to us. You've no, done that. We. Oh yeah. No. Oh yeah. No. No, 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 when, no. When you ask if the husbandly stuff is taken care of, I already I answered you and you skipped right over well, it. Well, you know what? Is everything paid for? Then I've done my husbandly part. If yeah. that's all we're counting, then my wifely duties are good too. Is your laundry clean? Well, yeah. Are you fed every day? Are there groceries in the in the now, refrigerator? I call fat penalty on the groceries. I paid for those. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that that's what we're dividing all this down to. That's is what that, you just called wifely do or husbandly duty no i refer to it as badonkadonk i'd wear dirty clothes every day when do the <laughs> women get badonkadonk we we could shut out this podcast you could have badonkadonk right now when do we get romanced oh well that's what our badonkadonk okay is. now now that's different romance that's that's tough you got to plan that out. Guys have to, you know, when, after the courting process is over, when you're not trying to woo a woman any longer, yeah, the romance is, mm. although I do give you unexpected gifts at unexpected times. I do. So does that fall under badonkadonk? Is if you consider it romance, it does. If you say it's not romance, clearly it does not. And you sit there and laugh because now I cornered you about badonkadonk. Women want badonkadonk too. They want to be romanced. They want to be. Okay. Do you, you want know, romance or do you want badonkadonk? Pick one. Oh my good. Both. It goes together for a woman. Uh, okay. We're not like you guys. We just don't need a place. I know. You guys need a reason. So work on that. Work on my romance or my badonkadonk? Yes. <laughs> All right. So, you know, all that talk about romance, it, do you see this list? It's not on the list. There was not, that was not anything to be talked about. Well, you keep bringing up badonkadonk and how I don't do my wifely duties. Well, I'm up, telling you, you that, you that, that your badonkadonk <laughs> on the men's side is lacking too. Listen, you, you listed all of the things that are on your plate. All I pointed out was none of them was your wifely duty. It's all I said. Let's just go on. This is a never-ending discussion. It's only been going on 30 years. It may end. You don't know. Yep, someday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see? You deserve that. That was weird. I just I've, yeah. flicked this rubber straw and it got coke in my left eye. Ow. That's not And we're 12 again. Because I flicked the straw. I didn't do it on purpose. Because he's drinking with a straw. I have a can here, and I am <clears throat> an adult, and I can pour it into a glass. Wow. I can't. You know what? Th this podcast is just getting started. It is not going to end well. I'm getting, I'm, you're, you're getting me feisty, just so you know. Ooh, I must be feisty. <laughs> Are it, you an angry elf? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't go with romance. It Are you an angry elf? It doesn't go. F do I look like an elf? Are you an angry Santa? I might be an angry Santa. So, <clears throat> how do you think that your first live stream baking show went last Sunday? Um, it, it went well. I know some things that I would change. What would um, you change? Because I've got a lot of feedback from a lot of people that watched it. That want changes? No, 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 oh, no. no. I'm, like, that's why I'm saying what do you want to change because they don't. Um, I think I, I, I enjoyed it. It went well. It went fast. I was really surprised that it went fast. It went back to my days of um, teaching at the edible schoolyard. Yeah. So for those that don't know. Um, well, you did cooking classes there and you did recordings, live, live well, and recordings. Yeah, that's what I was going to tell people that didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, years ago, it seems like years ago, I was um, working for the edible schoolyard. Yeah. And um, we were teaching basic cooking to kindergartners through sixth graders. And it was a lot of fun. Um, we'd have a whole class come in and then we'd split them into three tables. So I would have a table of like 10 to 13 kids at a table and we would go over a recipe from start to finish and, and cook it. And it was very similar. We didn't do a whole lot of baking, but we did, you know, yeah. things. So um, that's what it brought back to. But then I was thinking... I didn't do the whole routine like I've done before. Like I should have run through the recipe a little better. I guess I did. You, I, I think you did, did because you, you mentioned what you're going to do and, and why and how you're going to mix it and what it's supposed to look yeah. like. 
You kind I guess I did. I think you did. And you even you even talked about heating the oven and how long and different sizes and shapes take less or more time. Yeah. You seem to cover I was trying to cover all the bases. I think as it if we do it more, I think I will cover it a little bit better. But I didn't feel like I fumbled a whole lot. No. It, it just kind of like the, rolled through. The weak link was me because we hurried and set up the camera on me and then I did the intro and then I, I clicked back that everyone wants less me during the cooking show and more you <laughs> truthfully then i'm fine with that i am okay i'll set it up and do it again yeah um but no your format was fine also just so you know i did post uh your new recipes on oh okay it's up uh, where is it it's on patreon it's on if you're a youtube member if you're a facebook subscriber it's on the general's lunchbox it is on patreon and um i put it in the food thread on the, the Gen X Talks Discord oh. server. So everyone gets a head start this week getting ready for your Sunday baking. Okay. Uh, the only other thing is I've had lots of emails then and comments that said they'd like to see me do it more often. I don't know if I'd want to do it live. I think because it's just a lot of setup, pre-setup yeah. for everything and we've got to move everything. It's kind of, it, it's a lot. I wouldn't mind doing it as a recording. I think. I think um, I would I would I would lean towards insisting you do it live because it's only once and it goes by fast. Except everybody with those emails, the ones that I got, they wanted you to do it on a regular routine, and I would say no. I wouldn't commit to doing it once a month. I wouldn't. If you feel like it, if I said, hey, how about next Sunday we just do a a thing and then we kind of surprise and do a quick. I don't mind setting everything up, and it, you have to set it all up anyway. Whether you record it live, you have to be able to switch cameras anyway. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't commit to doing it like on a monthly basis, which is what the big push was, but it was so much fun. It was. And so much, and people were so interested and there wasn't any jerks in the audience at all. Everybody was supportive. They were asking questions. It was great. Yeah. I never got to see all the comments. Is it up somewhere that I could go back and watch it? Um, It will be. I have to, I'm almost done editing it. Yeah. People have asked for links. So I've got emails that I'll link them when it's up. Yeah, it'll it's almost up. This next one I won't have to do any editing to this next Sunday's because now that I know how we're doing it, I can operate the stream deck correctly and I won't have to do any editing at the end. I'll just let it go all the way through. Okay. Well, it was fun. It came out okay. I I noticed that I I wasn't able to bring the fudge out, but it wasn't ready anyways. I wouldn't have been able no. to cut it. But let me ask you this, how did the two things Well, first of all, tell everybody what you made real quick. Okay, the first recipe I made was Gen X Dad's grandma's grandma dodd's fudge recipe it was her take on c's fudge that we did in honor of her and it comes together so easy even uh gen z kids girlfriend was like that was so easy to do and it really is it's just you just gotta wait for it a little bit but it does take some time to put it in the fridge and harden but how did it come out i thought it was it's amazing and what's the other thing you made i made um Gingerbread. Oh something. yeah, gingerbread cookies, frosted gingerbread cookies. I totally forgot. Okay, so the question is, those are the two things you made. How do you feel they came out now? Because everyone's watching. Delicious. It. Okay, I agree. They came out really good. They were delicious. And real, everything's quick. almost gone in our house. And I just want you guys to know that I'm sending two pounds of fudge overseas to my son-in-law who is. <laughs> His deployed in Japan, and I'm sending him two pounds. So by the time yeah. they get there, maybe he can use it as leverage <laughs> for it, some other things. Trade so. it for some liberty. <laughs> I will get back on that if he lets me know. Okay. I'm, so what did you? What's coming up? What are the two things you're making this this next Sunday? Just you don't have to go into detail with the recipe, but what are the two well, items? Well, these are not original recipes. I I have found them and have done them before. Um, one is called a monster cookie, so they're going to be rather large. Okay. Um, and they're filled with all kinds of things from, uh, we're going to make it Christmas themed. So I'm putting in Christmas M&Ms, red and green, some pretzels, some chunks of chocolate and some, uh, pretzels, peanuts. If anybody would like to, it's peanuts, oh. but you don't have to put the peanuts in it. Nothing says Christmas like pretzels. So good choice there. And what's the second thing? The second thing is, um, lemon cranberry scones. Ah, and I chose that. I was thinking, you know, sweets, but I thought there's a lot of people that like to have breakfast, and that is a very nice breakfast or right. afternoon snack. So I, I wanted to go some a different direction than just sweets. So. Well, anybody who wants to participate, that this will be. So where are we at? We're at Wednesday the seventh, so it's eight, nine, ten, eleven, 
I think it's the 11th. 11th, yeah. Sunday the 11th of December, we're doing at 11 a.m. That's another coincidence. Los Angeles. Los Angeles time, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. We will be live broadcasting from our kitchen, Gen X Mom and her little baking show, one more time. So don't miss it. It's a lot of fun. And if you want to bake along, the ingredients are posted everywhere. If you just want to have everything and try it when she's done, then you can. (sighs) Okay. How did you think it went? First of all, what what were your thoughts? First of all, I know how well you bake and cook. I know how you are in front of a camera and talking to people. And I know your level of skill at educating people, you know, teaching as you go along. Mm -hmm. I figured there was going to be no surprises and it's average for me. It's good cooking, good baking, good teaching, good good filmography. Everything was going to be fine. And you blew me away. You did even <laughs> you. better than I thought. Thank you. I thought it was going to go well, and it went exceptionally well. I thought you were going to do good. You did exceptionally better than expected. It was great. Thank I you. loved every bit of it. Thank you. Okay. So, yeah, that'll be the next one. The other most popular email I'm getting is if I'm really going to wear the Santa suit on one of the live streams. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. I'm hoping I haven't, it hasn't arrived yet. But at least tell everybody you did order it. I did order it. It's, it's coming. I need to check on it. But yes, it is ordered. Um, if it doesn't happen the 12 days of Christmas, just in case something is delayed, it will happen before Christmas. Bullshit. How's that? I'm off the hook. No, you're not. I'm off. If you don't get it on time, I'm off the hook. I don't got to wear that stupid thing. Oh, Whatever. I'm not gonna work. Believe me. Any- I'm picking my battle, and I'm not battling you over a <laughs> stupid Santa suit. No, you're just gonna go. You're wearing it, like Sharon Osbourne tells Ozzy. You're just doing it. You're wearing it. I'm not wearing it. Mick Jagger doesn't have to wear one. I'm not wearing one. You're wearing it. <laughs> and then he ends up wearing it. Uh, um. So going through my notes. Uh, I'm not okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not I, I even I even wrote it down so we could talk about I'm not okay. I'm not complete. I've known that for thirty <laughs> years, but whatever. Um it just every day I feel like I'm like I'm hesitant to come downstairs. Like I know I'm behind on stuff. Like I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop and I don't know what that is. I go through in my mind and say, okay, we get this, we get this. I know there's some building stuff, you know, our, the building downtown's bugging me a little bit, but it's, it's all right. There's just little things that I can't quite get around my head. And so now then it, then it makes me not do my job during the day. The list of stuff that the kid leaves us for Gen X Talks, I get like half of it done. And then I'm overwhelmed the next day because now there's more to do. And, it, and there's just there's there's fifty things that are just just weighing on me, and even today I got I did my entire list I got everything done, I did extra stuff I got the podcast ready to go and I sat down I still don't feel right I just can't it's it's killing me and I don't know how many other people go through this how many people are going through stuff with the holidays where the holidays are supposed to be the happiest time the most joyous occasion the the lights are up the decorations are up the music is playing the food is great. And I just can't get my head in the game, and I'm trying to. Because you have so much on your plate. Well, what if I catch up? If I catch up, am I going to be good? Probably not. It's just one of those things. I think that uh, we used to slow down so much more when we were younger. Like We didn't have so many priorities and so many things that we had to get accomplished. I thought it was the opposite. Sometimes I just have to go, you know, screw it. And like you say, go take the nap. I don't want to go take a nap during the day. I have so much that I want to do and accomplish. And taking an hour or two out of the day feels like I'm a loser. Like I'm cheating out of the two hours that I could be working. And yes, I understand after I get up, I'm more productive. Yeah. I get it. But it's like, it's kind of like slowing my roll. <laughs> I know, but you, and I, I make you go up there now and take those naps because it's for your health. You I understand. Really That's so why I'm saying better. I go, we sometimes have to go screw it and take time for ourselves. And I think when you start getting that way, you're getting close to a burnout. So I think you need to like step away and do what? Where am I going to go? What about your garage? Yeah. I could go. There. What about just walking outside? Yeah. Just, you just need to push yourself away and go do something else. Change the environment that you're in. Remember what I used to do. I used to drive. I used to leave. Maybe you need to go take a drive. Right. 
be you done. just need to change the environment. Used I to totally take my believe that. Dog could just drive up into the hills, even if we didn't do anything, get out and just walk around yeah. away from it. Well, that's a little time. I'm just, you know, if no, you only have like 30 minutes in the day, you just need to just go well, do. You know how we've, we've, our, the electrical stuff on our buildings was, was because they stole everything. Right. Took us almost a year to get that back up. Okay. Now that it's back up and we got things going, now we're finding out the roof leaks because no one's been in it for a year. So we fixed part of the roof. I mean, we spent a grip. Getting, and then guess what? This morning I got a call that one of the offices has a roof leak. Oh, God. So I'm like, oh, my God. So, you know, uh, Chris is on that. He's going to fix that. But it's one thing after another. It was the glass out front where someone threw a rock through it, and we had to have somebody come out and replace all of it because it was all framed in. It's just one. And then, oh, you're going to love this. It's something I didn't even tell you about. You're really going to be. I'm telling you now. I'm just glaring at you over here. I know you are, but look, it's. I feel safer telling you here because you won't yell. But you know the big air conditioning units. There's one in each building over the office. Yeah. The one on the side that we've got rented out, completely unrepairable. Eight thousand five hundred dollars to fix it. Oh my god. And that's just one. There, the other one might be in the same condition. Great. And then I get a call from the Kern County Fair about donations, and I'm like, we've paid you all the donations. Because at the beginning, there were some people that pledged money, and then they called back and said, hey, I don't have it. Not a large amount, just a few dollars. But, you know, if there's some people, it adds up. So I called them, and I said, listen, I know they pledged a little bit here, but it's not, not going to work out. All the other money, the big money they got. And she says, well, give me their names of the people that pledged. And I said, do you realize they might have fallen on hard times? Maybe 20 bucks here, 50 bucks there. Maybe they're, they pledged it, but they've fallen on hard times, and they can't pay it. So, well, give me their names. I go, go fuck yourself. I'm not going to give you their name. Well, you can start harassing all of the Gen X Talks fans. You know, there's a handful of them that, that had a little bit of a tough time. Fuck off. Yeah. So now she's mad at me like <laughs> I did. And I go, what is wrong with you? You guys receive so much money from Gen X Talks over this shit. And it just, it, that's just one more thing. Here's another one. I lost 29 pounds. Congratulations. Since my peak weight. Yep. And now I feel like in the last four days, I'm gaining it back. Why do you feel that way? I feel uncomfortable. I feel fat. I know you don't know what that's like because you're not fat like I am. I'm a big fat guy. Big We've fat. had the discussion before. But what happens is, is sometimes you just feel fat all the time. Now, I know I know people out there can... The, the only thing I can equate it to with normal people, because I'm not normal, is when you... <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> that you said that. That's the first step to admitting it. <laughs> Go ahead. First step to curing the problem is admitting that you have a problem. Yeah. Um is the only thing I can relate it to is that after you eat a big meal and you feel bloated. Mm-hmm. Okay, I could wake up in the middle, of, I could wake up in the morning after not eating for 12 hours and I feel like that. I feel heavy, I feel fat, and I can't stand it. Now, when I'd lost that 29 pounds, I, was, I had a pep in my step. I was moving, I was shaking, I was doing stuff. When was the last time you took a walk? Probably with whatever day we walked so down to the mailboxes, we went down there. You need to start doing that again. And, it, and it, now I'm sitting here when I get up, just walking around the house, I, I feel like I gained it all back. And I know I didn't gain it back in four days. I know that. But it's that feeling. It's like, oh my God, I, I'm, I hate, you, you end up hating how you feel. I know, but just like, I hate the word diet. I just hate that word with a passion. I didn't use it. No, but I'm just saying with your changes in, in your eating habits. Yeah. You have to, and you're you're trying to exercise. When you stop, it, there's always like two steps forward, four steps back. That's kind of what you're doing. You're going forward. We lost weight. Now you're having a little, you know, going backwards a little bit. So you need to just pick it up again. You need to start walking and get. We haven't walked for a well, while. And and I'm just saying, if you add up all these stupid things that I'm dealing with, and there's more. I got a list like thirty of them that I'm just I'm tired of every day having to deal with some one more stupid thing. It's like, can you can can everyone just not call me with a problem one day? One <laughs> can I have one day off? Yeah, where well. I can just deal with my regular stuff, where I can listen to some music and everything's fine. One day, and I'm not and I'm not complaining about our daughter who moved back in with our granddaughter. Okay, let me let me. There's my disclaimer statement. But as we talked about on the live stream, some of the stuff she does at four years old. I'm not used to it anymore. I know. Plus, we're older. <laughs> I'm old. I'm old, fat, and grumpy. Now I understand when my mom said, have your kids when you're young. That is a very, <laughs> very true statement. I'm sure everybody's heard that, and that is a very true statement. Well, no one said, no one told us the second part, have your kids when you're young, and 
don't let the grandkids move back in. <laughs> no, but we are doing it for a good cause. I'm fine with it. I'm just saying, all I'm saying is that there's some stuff I'm not used to. Like the other day, um, our four-year-old granddaughter, she wanted to let her dog out front to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yes. So we did. We opened up the doors. We let her out. I come back, sit down. I forget you were in your office and her mother was in the kitchen. And all of a sudden, our granddaughter is outside screaming at the top of her lungs like someone was murdering her. She's screaming, oh, my God, oh, my God, Mom. So we all go running. We're thinking, okay, someone kidnapping her. Maybe another neighborhood dog was attacking her dog. You know, there's something. Mm -hmm. We get out there, and she's screaming, oh, my God, my dog won't go to the bathroom. <laughs> my dog won't go potty. I'm like. My heart is racing. I grabbed a gun. I'm ready to shoot somebody. That's devastating. Well, okay. I'm 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 on edge anyway. Have we not determined that I'm not feeling real well these days? <laughs> that I'm not doing that good. And then I got a four year old that's looking at me crying, going, "Pop, pop, fix this. My dog won't oh, go no. to the bathroom." And then on the total opposite of that, she's got the biggest heart of gold there is. Oh, and yeah. I miss the honesty of a four year old. It's hilarious. It yeah. just comes out. <laughs> just well, like it's hilarious when she does that. She does it, but she doesn't know when to stop. Okay, yes, that's true. I like the honesty when. Pop up. Why you got a big belly? Well, I'm a big man. And I said, Why are you fat? <laughs> oh, well, because I eat too much. Yeah. Your tummy's really big. <laughs> so or I go, when I was leaning. You want to kick her and go, shut up. <laughs> or when I was leaning down in the kitchen, getting into a cabinet on the bottom. <laughs> and uh, I guess my shirt rode up in the back. And she goes, hey, Grammy, nice tattoo. <laughs> I was like, whoa, that's you were, a you first. Were, you were in the Tupperware drawer. And she's standing behind you because as soon as she said it, I looked up. And you're, you, you got that tattoo on your lower back. And she goes, hey, Grammy, nice tattoo. Words you never thought of for I never thought I'd hear my granddaughter say to me, so that was shocking. And they're so truthful. I just think it's hilarious. It's, so. It is a little bit. They call you out on your shit. <laughs> <laughs> a four-year-old and you're like, shut up. You want to just like, what are you talking about? Keep that stuff to yourself. But Now, I'd love to say that my anxiety and my upsetness is just limited to the, the basic stupid life shit I'm going through and a four-year-old. But ladies and gentlemen of the audience, that's not true. The other night, my phone beeped. It, I keep my phone really close to me in bed because I watch the security cameras. If something goes off, my phone tells me. So my phone beeps, and I'm looking at it, and I'm, I'm totally cross-eyed. I wasn't sleeping well anyway. And it's a number that it, it's a phone number, no name. And I'm like, okay, I know that number. And I clicked over to the next message, and it was our daughter downstairs going, Dad, turn the internet back on. Turn the internet back on. So I texted our daughter downstairs, and I go, the internet's not off. If I didn't turn it off. If it went off, it has something to do with Spectrum. It's not me. Quit fucking texting me at 2 in the morning. Go back to the other message. And I went, okay, this is well, this is my daughter, but there's, what does she want? She wants me to call. So I, and the phone had rang, too, and I didn't hear it. So I was texting her back going, did you just call me? Now, I'm waking up a little bit, and then there's a knock at our door, as you know. Yes. <laughs> and I'm yelling, what do you want? <laughs> and you're yelling, come in. It's open. Nothing going on in here. Come on in. I'm like, fuck. So our daughter that was downstairs is now upstairs. And I think, I'm thinking she's going to complain about the internet again in person, <laughs> which I am going to absolutely lose my fucking mind if she starts in about the internet. You didn't even say what time of night this was. Like I did. I said, no, two in the, I said, yeah, two, okay. got my text at two in the morning. So now I'm climbing out of bed and, and our daughter's standing the there. She said the worst words you could ever well, tell she's a She's holding her phone. She goes, she goes, my sister is on the phone Right now, she's holding her phone up right. in the air. Yeah, nine one one emergency. I bolted out of bed. Did you see me get out of bed? You, yeah, you. I wasn't I, even. No, I, you weren't I, awake. I was, you I was were like, up. what? So I roll out of bed. You jump out of bed. I'm like, oh my god! Now I know our daughter's in Vegas for right. the national rodeos final, and I'm thinking, okay, nine one one emergency. She tried to call me. She tried to text me. She finally sent her sister upstairs. Get mom and dad right now. So our daughter, other daughter, comes up you know, comes through the door. It's an emergency. Okay. What's going on? And I'm thinking she's in jail or there's a car accident. You know, I'm thinking the worst. And she puts her on speakerphone and our daughter says, 
dad, I need my social security number right now. Now, my brain goes, what do you need your social security number in jail for? My thought was, you don't know it? <laughs> I'm thinking, everybody yeah, she, else knows she's it. She's 22 or 23. How she's you know, 24, no. turning oh, yeah. 25. I knew that. And, uh, <laughs> and so then I thought, well, you don't need it in the hospital. You don't really have to know your... I go, what the fuck does she need to know that for? Yeah, and you were getting a little miff, like, how do you not know this? Why am I awake? All of a sudden, she goes, I was playing the penny slots. Yep. And I won $5,200, and they won't let me have it unless I give them my social security number because, you know, the IRS is there. Any, any jackpot you win, I think it's over 1200 you have to sign as income. They tax you on that. So he's grumpy and yelling, like, oh, get now, the fuck out of my room. I'm, I'm, I'm like, let's go. Let's go. I told her, daughter, get out of the room. Get I, out of the room. Get so now I've got two daughters, and I'm trying to get him out of the room before he explodes. I had every right to be mad at that. You so got, he doesn't know what happened. So I'm wait, going. Wait, 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 wait. I'll let you I'll turn it over to you. Here's what happened on my end. Yes, she is trying to get everybody out of the room, because I'm now freaking the fuck out, going, you goddamn woke me up for a social security number at two in the morning. Remember, I'm not doing well in life right now. I've already got a lot on my mind. I'm not sleeping well that night, and I have a 911 emergency that makes my heart race, and it turns out to be for a social security number. And they bounce out of the room. My wife, one daughter in person, one daughter on the phone, and a granddaughter in tow, and they're giddy. They're giggling. No, I was not giddy. They I was were. just wanting to get out of the room to figure out I was half asleep. All right. So what happened then? So we came downstairs and went to my office and I'm like, I'm like our daughter's like 24. I don't have, I don't have her social security number. I thought, okay, well maybe I do. And went onto the old laptop and I'm looking around and she's just elated. She's so excited. She's like, oh my gosh, she's telling me how it was. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's way too early in the morning. I can't even function. <laughs> I couldn't even find, so I go, I don't know where it is. I, I don't know where it is. And as I'm trying to look for it, I could hear the security guard or somebody there yeah. come up onto the phone because she was on speakerphone, and they they were counting out the money over the phone without the social security <laughs> number. I'm like, and you woke me up for this? <laughs> and then after the guy, I, I he counts it all out and gives it to her and congratulates her, and she's like, oh my gosh, thank you, oh. She's having the greatest time in Vegas, and I'm here going, "Oh my god, I'm so half asleep right now." And he walks away, and she goes, "Oh, mom, they said I could just—they gave me a W two or W four, and if I don't didn't do it right, I can change it tomorrow." I went, oh, "Fuck me, my god, that's what happened." Yeah, she goes, "They said I could change it later if there's a problem." I'm like, "Oh my gosh," I went like this, "Sweetheart, congratulations, I'm going back to bed." <laughs> I turned around and walked away. I was like, uh, I would have come unglued. The only reason was, is that she did write it down, but she just needed, she got panicked that she wrote down the wrong one because she was so excited and she didn't want it to be wrong. And she, yeah, it was just total panic at that point. She was elated for winning. And then it was like, oh shit, I got to be able to report this. And I'm just like, oh man. You want to know a little side note from uh, our time living in Vegas. Maybe listeners don't know this. That's a true thing. When you win a big amount, I think I think it used to be twelve hundred dollars. The there's an IRS there's IRS people working the casinos all the time. They simply walk up to you and say, "Hey, um, this is income. You want it, and we uh, we need your social security number so we can tax you on your income." Now think about what that means. If if you, they can tax you on your winnings, can you report your losses also? <laughs> and you can. If it's a gamble, so if you gamble and win money, they tax you. But if you gamble and lose, there is a way to write that off. It How is, would you know? How what's the I documentation for it? You have to get receipts for every every time you cash chips, every time you get uh, chips and coins, huh, or on your card. You, or if you you know they have those stupid cards now, you put in everything. Uh -huh. You have to go back up to the cashier at the end and go give me my 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 last three hours of activity what i've done they'll wow. print it out wow because there is a way to do that if you if if they can tax you on winning you can also write off a percentage of losing and i don't remember how there's a term for it from back in you know the 90s when we were there living there but i don't remember what it is but it is possible to do that but no one ever does no one ever says you know you just you pull out 20 bucks out of your pocket and go play you don't even think about um, give me a receipt yeah by the way i pulled a you with her because as i was coming down the stairs she's like she's like mom 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 do I have them take the taxes out right away 
or do or not and i'm like take the money and run and figure that out later and i was like wow i just channeled jenna's dad there for a second i would have told like, i would have told the irs guy don't bother writing this shit down it's all going back in the casino right now i'm gonna go put it all I'm on like, red take it all take all the money and figure it out later take the taxes out now it's five thousand dollars i mean it wasn't i would rethink that maybe if it was a you know a, a ginormous amount yeah. but for fifty two hundred dollars i wouldn't even report it i told the guy go stuff but i said i'm well, just watch me follow me around i'm gonna go put it right back on the blackjack table yeah. i guess <laughs> when i woke up the next morning i texted her you know like hey congratulations i'm up that's really cool i'm really glad you know you had a good time <clears throat> in vegas and i said you know i go you and uh, your guys should have a really great experience at a, at at a, a restaurant, nice like dinner. something you would never do. And she goes, yeah, we've been kind of thinking about that. And so many people are telling her what to do with the money and stuff like that. Yeah. And then the next day, um, she texted me and said that they went up to dinner at the top of the stratosphere in Vegas yeah. that spins 360 degrees really slowly. So they did do it. So I'm really happy. The That's a memory that they'll have. The stratosphere used to be, I don't know if it still is, used to be Bob Stupak's Vegas world. Wow, uh, that just aged you. Yeah. It's been a you know, while. You know when he built that, he was almost done with it, and then he went on the news. He went public, and this is when he was still alive, and he said, I'm going to sell shares of the Stratosphere Tower. And it was like a, it was like 1500 bucks, and you could buy a share. And he goes, when I finish it, and its value goes up, your, your $1,500 value will go up, your share will go up. There was a lot of people that did it. I almost did it. Sounds like a Ponzi it. scheme to me. It wasn't. It The idea was pretty legit. Hmm. So he collects all this money from all these people. I don't remember how much he got, but it, quite a few people in Vegas figured, yeah, I'll put in 1500 bucks and see where it goes. After he got all the money, construction continued. The thing was already pretty much built. They had a ways to go, but it was already, you know, you could see it in the sky. It was already as tall as it was with the, with the stuff on top. So about two after, two months after he did that, it mysteriously caught on fire. <laughs> and How interesting. The whole top of it burned like a Roman candle at night. We could all see it from all over Vegas, the Vegas Valley. You could see this thing. So the insurance comes in and com- condemns the building as a total loss, which it wasn't, just the top part was. The concrete shaft was still good. None of the people who had shares were got paid from the insurance company. Of course not. The building was condemned, so everybody's shares in that building were gone. The next month, he started construction on a new building. Of course he did. That no one was owners in, which meant he just had to go up there and re- redo the top of it. The, the main structure was still there. Yeah. So everybody lost their money. The building caught on fire. <laughs> Again? He, he got, no. Everybody lost their money. Everybody oh, okay, spent, we're everybody, re- recapping. Everybody invested their money. The building caught on fire. He got paid. The building was condemned, so nobody owned it. You didn't own the land. They weren't shareholders in the land. And he just rebuilt the building again and kept everybody's money. Hmm. And that was Bob Stupak for you. <laughs> that about sums it up. Hmm. He's either a stupid businessman or a wicked smart businessman. Well, common street knowledge was he, he had it lit on fire. He knew what he was doing. That was just word on the street. But the funny part was is that people were making fun of me. You didn't invest. You didn't invest. Oh, believe me. I was dining out on that for a year telling everybody, hey, you want to invest in any more buildings, dumbass? <laughs> I still had my money. That's true. That is very true. Oh. That was a good Vegas story. Yeah, there was one. Interesting. So, yeah. Um, so you've been keeping me pretty busy on doing guest spots on other people's podcasts. Well, Yes. What was, is there a problem? No, it's just, you know, did, have you listened to how any of them have gone so far? They've been fine. It's interesting to see the people's different styles and what they ask. I mean, I'm not listening to them talk to you, but I can hear you answering them. And it's just, it's, it's interesting. I think you learn a lot too, when you listen and be interviewed by other people. Yeah. But the last one you had me do was retro serial. All right. They're like an up and coming station. And all their stuff is very nostalgic. In fact, the guy told me, he goes, yeah, we just did one on Halloween. We did a big did, did a big podcast on the cereals of Halloween, Count Chocula, Frankenberry, Booberry. So, of course, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm ready You're to prepared. go. I'm prepared, I'm man. Prepared. I'm, I'm prepared. I'm ready to go. I'm prepared. 
I've been spending my whole life in the 70s and 80s, man. I lived it. I'm ready to go. Uh-huh. And he says, well, we're not really going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about um, culture and politics. And I'm like, well, that's a switch. What about the I studied up on Twix and Cheerios, man. I'm ready to go. And he should have like, said 70s and 80s politics <laughs> since you're retro. He uh, he went the other direction, and I didn't I haven't listened to the podcast. It's open. It's available. He sent me the link. It's out there. Oh, um, I he, haven't seen it. He already it. edited it. I just it. heard your version. Well, Two Bear, <laughs> I didn't even know it was up, and Two Bear goes, nice retro serial podcast. And I went, <laughs> what? He goes, oh, it's already up, and I've listened to it. I'm like, and that's Two Bear. You know, he's on top of that shit. I haven't listened to it, so I don't know. I don't think I finished very strong at the end. I think he did fine. Well. It was good. You have another one tomorrow. Who's tomorrow's with? DV Radio. I think it's Disabled Veterans Radio. I think that was. Is it disabled or dysfunctional? Dysfunctional? I don't know. know, But it's a a veterans uh, podcast, and uh, they're really looking forward to having you. So You know, that's right. I remember talking to the guy. I said, you know, I've never been in the armed services. Right. I I don't know a bunch about the armed services. So (laughs) what are we going to talk about? And he's like, dad, don't worry about it. We'll think of something. I'm like, all right, man, as long as you, I don't want to go in there and then think that I'm going to have some, you know, SEAL Team 6 story for him. Yeah, and it sounds like there's a few guys involved. So um, so you're going to get like a team of people. You're going to, it's kind of like a round table discussion. So that'll be kind of fun. That'll be interesting. And then I got one next Thursday. No, Tuesday. Tuesday, I go back on 21 Gun Podcast. Yes, and, and I'm I've, working on another one. I've done those four times now for 21 Gun. Mm-hmm. Those guys are, those are military, all military guys, and their profits from their coffee company goes towards veterans. All of it does. Yeah. Um, those I like doing. You know what? Did I tell you what they want me to do? They have some word association game they oh, play. Oh, yeah, it's a quiz game. That a I quiz got game, an email and I, from they them, want yeah. me to be the judge. <laughs> I'm like, wait a second, you want me to, to be in charge of keeping score? Oh, great. Okay. Good luck with that. Don't call me <laughs> to help you. I'm working on one more podcast that's coming up. You know, the 21 gun guys are going to call you afterwards and go, why did you let him say that stuff? <laughs> but they hey, should they know, asked. They should know by now what they're getting. Exactly. <laughs> why, why are they coming to me at that? So you might have another one after the first of the year. Um, this other podcast, they're a little slammed for the holiday season. So I said, uh, if they plan... You know, if they give me some dates in January, I can work it in. But, you know, we fill up pretty fast with yeah. monthly things. So people have got to get that stuff on the calendar with me. So, and I don't, I never charge for going on there. I don't even, I don't even charge 10 bucks for lunch. I just go do it because it's, it's fun. And I, I would like people to do it for me, you know, so I don't charge for doing it. There's got a podcast. Yeah, I'll show up. Who cares? I like talking. And you got to sign up for VidCon in the oh, summer. Yeah. You know what? I've never been, and I'm kind of excited about it, and I don't know why, because I am not a video creator. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's like Comic-Con. You know, it's not your thing at all. But I think I want to experience it once. Like Comic-Con, I'd like to go at least once and say I've been. I want to know what the, what the hype is about it, because well, I've, the, I've heard so much. The benefit much. is you're a hot chick, and all the oh. nerds are going to be nerding out all over you. Oh my gosh. They're going to come to me and go, okay, how did a guy like you get a girl like her? <laughs> <laughs> but the VidCon, yes, it's uh, June 21st through the 24th of 2020. And you're or you're organizing a thing in Reno the last end of March, first part of May- yep. April. And then in the fall, we will be back on the East Coast. So yeah, yeah next year is, is, I am busy. Filling up already. Yes. Well, next, and the, the one, the trip that we go back East, we're doing that as a driving thing. We're going to be gone for a long time, meeting as many fans and followers and subscribers as that want us. Anybody who wants to stop by at a gas station, take a quick picture, I'm there. Well, after the Reno trip, I'm really going to start working on that and figuring out like where we can meet or where we could be and, and kind of see what's going on. But those are just chicken scratch details right now, just putting it on the dates on the calendar, and then I'll work from there. So one event at a time, dear. One who's, event at a time. Who's going to take care of your chickens? You know what? I'll deal with it when I get there. I'm just trying to stress you out now. I'm not. I don't do that. <laughs> you know I don't do that. No, you don't. I don't do that. No. I'll you, figure it out. It always figures out on its own. That's the difference between you and I. You stress about the future and this and that, and I'm I just do. like... No, I know, but but the 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 part of that is that's hard on me is that you you do that to me to relieve you. I tell you, hey, we're up against something big, and you know what you tell me? 
Let me know after it happens. Yeah. Or you go, <laughs> you'll let fi- me know how it figures out. You'll figure it out. And then you walk away. And I'm sitting here going, holy shit, now I got to figure this out. I don't know how many men and women do that. There, I think roles are different in every marriage. I think that there's, I think that there's a lot of women that do that to their men, like figure it out, let me know when it's done. But I think there's a lot of men who just also sit on the sidelines and there's women that take control and, and knock that well, shit Well, yeah, down. but I mean, I think my experience comes back to dealing with cancer. My whole, I used to worry about the future. I used to, but when you are, I want to say fighting for your life, but you don't know what tomorrow's going to bring when you're right. fighting for cancer and doing chemo. You got to take one day at a time. And, and it's when you get through that one day of chemo, that's an accomplishment. Then you got to wake up and go, yeah. okay, we got another day. I can't, when I was going through that, I couldn't look two months down the road and go, okay, what's that going to be like? I couldn't. No. So I think my whole thinking has changed. Like I just got to take one day at a time and whatever I don't get finished, will get to the next day. And then I just keep plugging along. But I really think that's when it switched for me. Well, because I used to get upset with all the eight kids. Like yeah. I didn't accomplish everything that I wanted to today and get frustrated and start crying and go, now I'm even farther behind. But I think the lesson that I learned from stepping away from all that and taking care of me was like that was a priority. I need to just take it one day at a time. There's there, only one of me. There are so many things as as your husband and as a father that I'm good at and I'm solid and I feel confident when. But man, laying in bed worrying about things that could go wrong and trying to fix them before they go wrong and what do I do if they go wrong plagues me. It has well our whole our whole marriage it has. I've never gotten away from that. And I don't think me getting cancer would fix it. I think I'd still worry. Oh, of course. You would just add another block to that that tower it that's just, leaning. It's you know, I'm gonna segue into something here that we already know. We with ever since the kid has done Gen X talks, we do get emails, we do get people, we get a lot of contact from fans, a ton. Yes. And we've built really good relation personal relationships with with a lot of these people. Yes. So on our podcast, this this podcast, episode thirty if you remember, was the suicide podcast that mm-hmm. we talked about. Even you listened to it afterwards and you were taken back. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have written and talked with me about that. And now I'm talking about the pressures of a father, the pressures of a, of a husband, and, and it's the holidays and mm-hmm. the pressures grow. You know, you guys don't realize, it, it, men do, a lot, of, a lot of men realize that, you know, is the food going to be good if we can pay for the food? Are the presents going to be under the tree if we can pay for it? Are the Christmas lights on the house going to get done and look good? Yeah, if we can keep the electricity on, because sometimes that's not easy. So you have this thing with all these relationships with all these people that have been emailing us over the past couple years. You add to that, it's tough to be a husband and a man and a leader anyway. Now add to that Christmas time and the pressures that go on there. And now I'm getting emails from people that I have to call. And I've done this already. They're not okay. Well, it's that time of year. It's the time of year on top of everything else, on top of the economy, on top of inflation. And I'm not, I'm not mad that I've become a magnet, but I'm just saying that sometimes I pick up the phone or I sit down to write them back and I don't know that I'm going to have the right words. Yeah. And it scares the shit out of me that if they're waiting for an answer and it doesn't arrive and do some good, then I fucked up. And I that's tough. But I'm doing it. I'm just, you know, there's some stuff in there. And I would and the reason I can relate to that is because I've been that other person. I've been that person with the pressure and the anxiety and the sleepless nights. I've been on that side. It's not easy. You know, people think it's always, you know, being the guy is the easiest part of all that. I don't know that it is. I mean, I think men and women share their own problems equally and differently, but that's on the guy side for sure. It's true. It's that time of year. There's a lot of stress and there's a lot of um, anticipation. And we went from being kids that were excited and looking forward to Christmas and didn't realize everything that went behind the scenes. Now, when you become a parent, Yes, I agree that mothers and fathers have their own worries and their own stresses through the holiday season. I wish it was different. I think we could change it. You know, it, 
we've built this into such a huge thing. Maybe we need to slow it down. Maybe we need to take a step back. Maybe we need to make it less commercial and more family oriented. I don't know. Wait, Christmas or Christmas? Oh yeah. The I'm, season. I'm you lost me there. I thought you were talking about slow Gen X talks. I'm going to make it less commercial. I go, less commercial? We're not getting paid? No, about <laughs> the Christmas season and the pressure of it and everything. Maybe we all need to just take a breath and slow down and, and slow that roll. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just know that, um, that I don't think, if I think back, has there ever been a stressless Christmas with us? In all those years of marriage and kids, has there ever been one when it was a breeze, when it was easy? Mm. Or is, is it pretty much there's always been... I think there's been varying degrees of stress. Like, I'm not totally stressed out about this stuff. It seems like it always works its way out and there we you go it. again it just like it it'll, does it'll work out it does i mean i've gone to where i had this big huge dinner planned and this is what's going to happen but then christmas comes and i'm like you know what <laughs> here's your food <laughs> you know that kind of thing i have had dinner catered for christmas eve and that didn't work out for me i didn't like that at all so i mean i've gone i've tried to relieve some of it but it just seems it's just it's just a crazy time of year do you have all your pre did you is christmas purchased for you are you done almost and how many more days we got we got tw um, 18 18 days you know what used to bother me um, years ago working, you know, when I was working for someone else. <laughs> I know where you're going with this one. Is when they would, when someone would walk up to me and, and I'm thinking, it, it's here it is, the beginning of November, right? Uh -huh. You're thinking, okay, it's November. I really got to get going on my Christmas presents. This stresses me out when you do this one. Because this, because it did. And they this did it stresses me out. Every year, right about the beginning of November, some asshole would walk up to me and slap me on the back and go, hey, think about it this way. Three more paychecks till Christmas. And you're I like, hate that. Wait a second. What do you mean? I still got like two months. No, you don't. It's November 5th. You just got paid. Only three more paychecks. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. And then I'm scared because like, I can't buy Christmas on three paychecks. I got bills to pay. I can't. I know. Oh, my God. Now you just that. stressed out. Everybody that's listening to the podcast, congratulations. <laughs> Good job. Well, if everybody got paid on the 5th, ladies and gentlemen, you have one more paycheck till Christmas. Fabulous. <laughs> that's what they wanted to hear. Good job. You know, you did one year, and I mean, out of all of our years of marriage, one year, you had all of Christmas pretty much purchased before Thanksgiving once. I know, and it was beautiful. You had everybody's gift that they wanted. You had the lists all were checked off with with a couple little exceptions, but there was nothing between the, the November 25th. That and was December, a good year. Yes. They, maybe that was the year. One we had out the of 30. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good year. That was really, really good. Our batting average sucks. <laughs> yes, it does. Poor planning. <laughs> Poor planning. Uh, oh my God. Well, I don't, I don't know that, um, I did talk about everything on the list with one exception. I left one thing off. I didn't talk about Kirstie Alley passing away. That was it. And, we're getting to that age. I don't like it. I don't either, but I we're have, getting up there where people that we grew up with are, are passing. I, I, I know this is dumb and it's wrong. I'm saying it anyway. I picture everybody out there in the world the way I remember them. I picture Kirstie Alley when she was on Cheers or she was in Look Who's Talking. That's it. No, I know she did some commercials with Jenny Craig. She did Dancing with the Star. I know that, but that's... She's out there as that person. I don't like knowing that those celebrities, those people that I grew up with, I grew up watching them, or baseball players or basketball, they're just out there. And when you hear they're gone, it 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 takes something away. A little bit more when it was a girl I had a crush on. If I had a poster of you up in my room, then I'm a little more attached. And I I, I with Kirsty, I was. She was one of my heart throbs, and I'm very upset that she's gone. That kind of stuff bothers me. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. Just not. I. I think no. I know. I get old. I look different, but they're not supposed to. They're 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 heroes. They are supposed to stay just the same until I need them again, and then they are supposed to breeze back into my life. That's the way it's supposed to be. That's funny. Well, you got yeah. upset about Eddie Van Halen more than I've ever seen you upset about someone who passed away. That yeah, that was the one that bothered me a lot. But yeah, for like a week. Not <laughs> a week. Uh, but it was okay. I mean, it, you get. You just kind of grieve and get through it, but. Well, I guess that's the only answer then. You just grieve alone and get through it. Grieve is love. 
Grief is love. You loved her. You had a crush on her. I grieved Eddie Van Halen. You loved Eddie Van Halen. There was like a love. There was an attachment. There was a love of that era, that music, that person, that, you know, that person is like. I have never heard anybody say grief is love, though. But it is. Grief is love. I'd have to. I have to think about that. Yeah. I always grief is always sadness. You're working through your, through your grief, through your sadness, through your pain. I'm not. I just read a book after my mom passed away, and this author said grief is love. If you didn't grieve, that means you didn't have feelings. I mean, when you grieve and yeah. you have feelings, that means you genuinely love this person. You generally well, miss them. I could. How say, many people have died, and you're just like, well, whatever. I there. can see you have a lot of grief because you had a lot of love. I got that. That part makes sense in my brain. But I just didn't tie them together as like it is grief, grief is love. I, it's because of love, but I'm trying to get my mind around it. I get what you're saying. I'm just trying to get there from here. That's just a different way to put it. All right. So I think that's it. Although you have one responsibility that you're not going to put off on me before we go. What's that? You have to mention the sponsor of the program correctly and whatever their tagline is we're supposed to use because I've talked to him a couple times and I can't remember what he told me to say. He, we could say whatever we want, he said. He, we can make up whatever it is. Well, now. you do it and then I'll close. Loud Trouble Trucking LLC mm. is our sponsor for the <laughs> GXT radio podcast that you are currently listening to. There's no tagline like, we haul you anywhere or something like that. I don't know. No. U-Haul is another company. No, I said we haul. <laughs> I said U-Haul. I said we haul. Uh, we'll think of something. We'll It'll have a good just like the Just like the radio station. That's what our podcast is. We need to name it that. Who came K-G-X-T, up with that? KGXT, Two Bear. Two Bear did? Yep, he K-G-X-T. wrote it. KGXT. KGXT podcast radio i'm gonna that's what we're gonna call it i'm gonna download that uh, that that chime thing from greece i'm gonna do it today bong, bong, bong. i think that's now the title of the podcast <laughs> well i now have in 20 minutes i'll have two hours to prepare for tonight's show i don't even know what tonight's show's topic is last night was the north pole i don't even know what tonight's is you got me i haven't it, even looked either it's your list that you approved <laughs> well what yeah, we're, you know what? That's speaking of that. You know what? Every time you go live, you say, "Oh, well, she just threw this list at me. She just made this up and gave you it to did." Me. No, I wrote it out and handed it to you and Gen Z Kid and said, "Hey, this is what I'm thinking." And I had everybody glance at it and go, "Yeah, it sounds great." I'm like, "Okay, we're going with it then." That's how that went. So don't you dare pl- put it on me that it was my idea to do the whole thing. Completely your idea, one hundred percent. You approved it then. Well, I approve a lot of shit I don't really see. I'm going to go back old school and have you guys initial the paper <laughs> at the bottom to say that you read it. Because then I can go back and go, yeah, approved it. Look, I don't even know what my signature is anymore. So I would have to deny that. But you I did. I also forge it, but whatever. <laughs> you, you, you did. You, you wrote all this stuff out that it was, it looks good on paper, but when you try to implement it, you got to admit that's tough. That's, it's hard. I think you make it tougher than you need to. You think I make my job tougher? Yeah, you go way deep. For what? You are a deep person. Wow. <laughs> have fun with it. Just go with it. Have fun. Go off the... Co- hey, I have a challenge for you. What? Don't even do any research. Just go with whatever comes up. You're kidding. <laughs> yes. What was that look in your point? <laughs> I was you, like, did you, I say that right? Because you went sexual there for half a second. I was like, what was that? <laughs> you should just try it and wing it. All right. Well, I don't even know what tonight's topic is, but I'll try to wing it. I okay. Don't know what that means, wing it. All right, I'll do it. So Pull it say- out your ass. <laughs> oh, tonight's live stream is brought to you by... Oh, there it is. <laughs> All right, everyone. Gen X mom is out. You got to go. You got to go. You got to go. Listen, Gen X dad signing off for everyone here at the Gen X Talks Empire, the compound studio high above the lofty city of Metropolis. And that's where we broadcast from. I don't know where you're listening from around the world on AM, FM, Sirius XM, or anywhere on the Armed Service Radio Network. Thank you guys for wasting an hour with us. We'll catch you guys on the flip side.